Welcome back to Board Draw, and today we've got a real serious video for you. We're going to be ranking a lot of the Premier League midfielders, putting them in their places, letting them know where they be. And before we do that, let us know if you enjoyed our special Don Robbie episode that came out earlier in the week. Probably the best thing we've ever done. Definitely the best thing we've ever done. Get involved in the giveaway. It's going to be sick. Yeah. So, yeah. Cracking on with... We're going to rank every... Well, it's not every single. We found a tier list online. It's been doing the rounds on Twitter. It's pretty much everybody just ranking central midfielders. And it's brewed up a lot of controversy on Twitter where people are ranking people too high, too low, etc. So we thought we'd hop on the trend. We've got probably about 30 midfielders here. And we're yeah. going to rank them all. Take it, it or leave I, them. I'm going to be so harsh. Yeah. I saw people. some where it had like 10 people in S tier. I, I reckon there's probably about four in the Prem. You, well, you've got 10 people in S tier, then it's not really S tier, is it? Exactly that. Right. Should we just start with what we've got going on here? Starting off with a man whose uh, first game week performance was outrageous. Yeah, boy. He took to... I'm going to jumble these up a little bit. St. James's Park. too many that are like from the same club next to each other. Yeah, and that's not that. as fun. We got, um, yeah, he he took to like a took, duck, duck in water, to, duck, oh, yeah, duck yeah, to yeah. water at St yeah. James's Park. Yeah, uh, Sandro Tonali, what a boy! Uh, for me, he has potential to be an A S tier player. Yeah, but I agree. I'm saying at the minute it's too early doors. I was going to say we have got to preface this whole rid video by saying it's right now. It's not what they've done. It's not what they could be. Yeah, it's right now going into the in the Premier League, where season. are they? In terms of the rank. So for me, Sandro Tonali is a top, top B player let's with a lot of potential. Because I totally agree. And let's move on to another new summer recruit, Mohamed Dahoud for Brighton. Um, a man with pedigree. A man with pedigree. Like, he had fairly decent time at Dortmund. Yeah. Um, it'd be interesting to see how he sort of gets to work on the Deserby. But I think he's a very Deserby player. I think sense. he's very like... McAllister yeah kind of doesn't look too showy kind of floats around kind of um, unknown on the pitch doesn't get much of the limelight but is very important in how, how the team plays he's like a very systemic player that a lot of the players play around mm -hmm. and yeah I think Brighton he's a good recruit for free as well it's yeah on a free is mad outrageous signing I'd say maybe B maybe C yeah he's he's petering on sort of the, that line isn't he so maybe for me I'll put him top C for now but top we can C always now. have a little shuffle right moving on a player that is under a lot of stick right now his midfield at uh, his club is getting revamped and I'm seeing a lot of calls for him to get shipped out we're talking Thomas Suchek of West Ham yeah he had a really good season where he just couldn't stop scoring like headers he first broke in I had him in my fantasy for so long because yeah like you said he was just scoring headers constantly yeah it was it was yeah, he was very good, wasn't he? But I think... We're talking right now. Right now, for me, he's F-tier. He reeks a little bit, I, I think he? he stinks. He, he, he is... The problem is, yeah, West Ham, if Paqueta goes, they're done for. I mean, like, they got Ward-Prowse in. Ward-Prowse and Edson Alvarez. I don't even think Edson Alvarez that I good. think he's very overrated. Yeah, I think he's bang so average. fans gassing him like he's the second coming of Deccan Rice. They'll be, they'll be shot. <laughs> there'll be blood on their yeah, hands. It's going to be, it's gonna be rough. Uh, but for me, yeah, stinky, stinky boy tier. Back to Brighton. We've got, we're talking about underrated players. Pascal Gross, a player that's been in the Prem now for, fuck knows how long, four, five, six seasons. And he's never kind of 
He's never talked about in the limelight, is he? Never like talked about. Oh, he's going to get that big six move. Did he's he get never... four goals at Liverpool, like or three? He scored a hat trick at Liverpool last season. No, it was Trossard. Oh, that was Trossard. He... But Pascal Gross always delivers goals and assists. He's kind of he's a big game player as yeah, well. Yeah, his isn't chance he? conversion is good, and there's a reason he's always in that Brighton team. When it was Potter, when it was Deserby. He's always in the squad. He's always in the team. And I think he's a very underrated player. I think I could happily slap him next to his buddy, the Hood in the C-tier. Oh, I was going to say maybe B-tier. Is that too... Uh, uh, it's a little getting bit ahead of yourself? It's a little bit punchy, but I'll, I'll he's bear take, that he's mind and maybe pivotal in a Brighton team, which had yeah. an outrageous finish last season. They've got ever better. He's done it under two very different managers. Hmm. And for me... He's got to be ahead of the hoot in terms of where he's at. So and I'll, I think, do, I'll do that for you. I Luke. think I think he might be beat we'll Potentially we can, If it. we think we come to the end, we think there's too many players in a certain category, we can do it. Right. right. From man. Thomas Suchek and F tier, we are now looking all the way to the other end of the table. Yeah. This man is we've got arguably the best midfielder in the world at the moment. Ooh. Best DM in the world. I'm seeing calls for him to get Ballon d'Or. Nah. He is that guy, though. He's really good. Yeah, but if you took him out of the team and you replaced him with a party or a rice or, um, I don't know, like a Tushimeni or something like that, yeah. would you, would you, would you, would you, would they still have won everything? Uh, I think score with party, in the no. League. Maybe, Declan Rice, maybe, Tushimeni, no. But yeah, it's weird, isn't it? But he is, he's yeah, S-tier he's, he's for me. He's S-tier. He's S-tier for me. Um, I think he is probably the best midfielder in the world. Yeah, for the audio listeners, we're talking about Rodri. We're talking about we Rodri. Need to remember, to remember, this is going out on all our uh, so, um, audio platforms. So, yeah, we need to oh, make sure. Are we doing that? I thought we were. Oh, no. Why not, man? Yeah, fuck it. Treat Shout them. out to the Spotify Treat listeners. Them. But yeah, the, it, he is he's outrageous. For me, best DM, DM in the world. Yeah, in I the agree. best team in the world. It's a hard job as well because he doesn't really have a lot of support around him. I know he gets like the John Stones inverting in. Exactly that. I think, so I saw um, analysis of the Man United Wolves game and how Man United's setup was so bad because he just left Casemiro isolated by himself. Rodri would have been fine. Rodri would have been fine. Yeah. And that's that's the levels in this game. Yeah. He's versatile as well. He plays like centre-back for Spain. He's, he's just an outrageous Gets player. Gets goals as well, like... Clutch moment goal, yeah. Champions, Champions League, League final, final. yeah, Fucking, yeah. He's a he's a bagsman. First game of the season against Burnley, he scored. Yeah, no, he's an outrageous yeah, player, good player, top um, top player, a player oh, oh, oh. that has. Speaking of Man United, yes, a player that has made the move. He he had a blistering start where he burst onto the scene, and he was the star boy, and won the Champions League with Chelsea. Everything was. Smooth sailing. The world was at his feet. We said when Graham Potter got the Chelsea job, we were like, oh, Graham Potter in Mason Mount, that is a match made in Problem heaven. is, we've said that about every manager that's been at Chelsea. Yeah. Like, oh, Pochettino, he was such a Mason Mount sort of manager. But he's gone. He's working under Terry and Eric Ten Hag, which we also said is a match made in heaven because he's we don't think Mason Mount is the best kind of he, IQ he can't, be, he can't be left to do to his own devices because he'll get lost. you just got to fill him full of instructions, give him a very specific role, and he'll succeed. And I think that's what he's lacked in this kind of turbulent time at Chelsea is he's lacked a specific role. And hopefully the Man United move will pay off. I think there is still a quality player in there. But I feel like he's... Yes, he's he's a bit shit at the minute, but he, he needs... He just, like, everyone needs to get off his back a little bit. Mm. Just let him get back to playing football. Mm, you're spitting. Like, is he, it rude if I say B tier? 
I would say maybe C tier. C tier. Nah, he's better than Pascal Gross. Is he though? Or is he though? Like we're saying right now, yeah, potentially and like historically probably better. But right now, Pascal Gross is the player you'd want in your team. Probably you're, you're spitting. Right, I'm gonna keep him B, but behind Pascal Gross. Right, we'll, we'll, yeah, I, I, I can, I, I can agree with that. I'm gonna move some people around again because we want to have some talking points towards Why don't you. Why you grab end. from random places? Yeah, I could do that. Um, Emmy Buendia. He could be out for like eight months or something. I think he's E tier. E tier. I think he's coming into his own a little bit at the moment under He Emery. was so good at Norwich. He was so good at then Norwich. Then he went to Villa as part of that sort of like Jack Grealish spending money. Yeah. And I was very excited for him because he tore up the championship. He was brilliant with Norwich. Uh, I think he was with Norwich in the Premier League as well. Mm. Brilliant, brilliant player. Just... No consistency. Yeah. Lack of consistency. I think in under um, Stephen Gerrard at Villa, that Christmas tree sort of set up that Mickey Bill liked to do would have been, was like perfect for him, but we didn't see it. We didn't see it. And maybe that's because Coutinho was in and mm. it was all about Coutinho at the time. And you had sort of Ollie Watkins playing through the middle. It wasn't really working. Yeah. I do want to say I haven't seen enough of it in the Prem. Yeah, for me, he and is he's like high hate. E, low yeah. D. I don't hate. Would you rather, like, the question? The questions will be, would you rather have him or Dahoud? Dahoud, for me. Yeah. But, right now, Dahoud. Yeah, someone's got to be an E tier. So, sorry, Emmy, you're an E. And we'll partner that with his Aston Villa comrade, Douglas Louise. He's top tier. He might be low B for me. I think I'd rather have him than Mason Mount. Oh! He, oh. every summer, I think he's very underrated. He's linked with like he's been linked with Arsenal. Yeah. I'm surprised Liverpool haven't gone in for him. Yeah, I think he'd he's... be he'd be really good for Liverpool. I think he might be better than Decore at, uh, at Palace. Disagree, but and we can't even talk about Decore because this fucking tier list that we got no Palace players missing a lot of players, but is close enough. To it's the basically package. like top six and a few. It's Wolves done in here though. It's like how how it's like, yeah, Wolves again top six this year. Come on, but um, yeah, I think Douglas Louise, as you said, is a very underrated player. Always gets touted at top six moves. I know um, Arsenal being linked, Liverpool sometimes, Man United sometimes. And yeah, I think he does his job very kind of smartly. Doesn't do too much. Doesn't over kind of push his role. Just knows he's going to end that like link up between the defence and the midfield. And yeah, I really like him. Who we talking about? Oh, those are these. Oh, you've already where you put him. I put him in B. I oh, hit yeah, the yeah. Out. Yeah, I, I like him a lot. I think he does his job. But he doesn't go sort of. He's not doesn't steal the limelight. Doesn't make it about him. Mm. He's a set piece taker as well, isn't he? Yeah, he's got a nice little ping on him. Yeah, I think he scored from a corner a couple of times last season. Yeah, yeah, he um, I, yeah. I think he's a really underrated player. I think he's such an important player for Villa as well, and. You've noticed, like, even throughout their sort of plethora of managers, he's been a stalwart in their team. Mm. Um, and, yeah, he's been linked with moves away. I think he wanted Arsenal at one point. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I'd be surprised if he doesn't get a move to a big six club because I think he's a really solid player. He plays, like, most games all season. So, consistency is, uh, is a massive part of the Premier Agreed. League. Agreed. Talking yeah. of move to a big six club, Romeo Lavia. Is Why is he in a Premier League list? I know. I know. Oh, we just need to make up the rules It'd now. be what it be. Romeo Lavia, Chelsea bound. What do we think of him? I think, yeah. I think he's We're talking a... right now. We're not talking a... potential. I think he's a very good 
future player. Yep, I think I agree. he's he's very raw at the minute. Mm. He needs he needs experience to learn, especially when you play that sort of defensive midfield yeah. role. It's not like he's being 18, it's not like 19. being a winger or something. Yeah. You need to learn the game. You need the experience in your legs like, to learn the game. As a winger, you make a mistake nine times out of ten, it doesn't lead There's to no a goal. There's no consequence. Yeah. Whereas like centre backs and DMs, you make a mistake, invariably it's going to lead to a goal. And I think that's something he hasn't been exposed to properly yet because he hasn't had enough games. But but there's a gem. We, we saw in last season with Southampton, he was very calm, composed, really controlled on the ball. Built player as well. He's a unit. Yeah, unit, but technically good. very good. Yeah. There's a reason that all these clubs are after him. Don't like the fact he's picked Chelsea. Nah, I, I, I feel that. like these young players are getting given seven, eight, nine-year contracts and they're thinking, right, well, I'm going to be earning... 150 grand a week. It's impossible for... to turn down that much money for that long. For 10 years, time. mate. He, like, oh, it's just generational. So, yeah, it's it's ridiculous, but he's going to play second fiddle to Saicedo behind Enzo, probably behind Conor Gallagher. Yeah. So, so right now, if for I me, say C, I'm going to say C, maybe. Oh, it's pretty equal if to If I Dehu. say C, he's probably. You uh, say let's, D. I would say let's give him ahead of Dehu because he's done it in the Prem last season. Oh, okay. Juicy. And a player that's done it in the Prem for a handful of years now, say four, five, six years, Mateo Kovacic, recently signed for Manchester City. I think he, I think, mate, honestly, he's got a BB. I think he might be an A. He might be an A, you know. Yeah, he, I like, think he's quality. He He's like another underrated player, someone who doesn't get the plaudits because his job isn't glamorous. Yeah. But what he does, he's a brilliant carrier of the ball. Yeah. He's brilliant at breaking up play. There's a reason that Pep's gone out and got him. Yeah. Like he, he lost Gundogan. I don't think and he's he's almost like, replaced him. He's not as good as Gundogan. I don't think he is the complete Gundogan replacement, but he does a lot of things that Gundogan does similarly. Like, they go under the radar a lot, but he arrives late into the box, gets goals and assists. Kovacic doesn't do that as much, mm. but Kovacic carries the ball a lot better than Gundogan ever did. Yeah. And but he's I more think physical he, than Gundogan I think probably. he's a quality player. Yeah, I, I'm happy with A. Let's get him up there. 100%. He's probably like what Tonali could be. But maybe. Tonali probably is a bit deeper than him. Yeah. But I yeah. like that. For Man United's very own Casemiro. For me, he's an A tier. Yes. I think right now he's coming under a bit of fire for Man United fans for being not um, agile enough, not enough like legs in there to cover. He came in last season and he was. Probably the most important signing of their season. He mm. turned it around for them and they went on like a pretty good run. Yeah. He was very solid. The games he wasn't there after he got his ridiculous bans were noticeable. Yeah. But in a good team, you shouldn't really notice the DM because their work should be quiet exactly. like Rodri does. Yeah. You only notice him because he gets goals and assists and he and he's an outrageous player. I agree. I think off of... Casemiro's last season he has to be an A minimum because yeah. he was it's only with one game into the season he was outrageous and I last think season the Ten Hag system has changed so much from the last game of this season Let's get him for into me a. he's top tier of A at the minute he's, he's, he's over Kovacic yeah. indeed another DM the, there was a conversation between our S tier Rodri A tier Casemiro and this fella Thomas Parsi oh, do you know what so it's if it really was, uh, difficult. Personality or outside of football. We were, we're, not, we were, we're not talking about that. I am what prick. Um. Yeah, it's. He, would you rather have him, Rodri, or Casemiro? For me, Rodri. I'm gonna do this for you now. Yeah, bench one, start one, sell one. Um, and I know what you're gonna say. You're gonna say start Rodri, bench party, sell Casemiro. Nah, I think I'd start Rodri, bench Casemiro, sell party. Would you? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. 
Okay. So for me, party, betting the Kovacic behind Casemiro. Indeed. Simple as. I like that. I think he's really good. I think he's versatile as well. We saw him playing like, uh, was he playing right back? Yep. Um, I think his ability to beat a press is the best out of all of them. But yeah. his IQ is not as good as either of Casemiro or He's Rodri. not as good as look, uh, like looking up and seeing the pit, reading the yeah. pitch, is he? Yeah, his reading of the game isn't as good as Rodri or Casemiro. But he he's also one of those who he doesn't look phased when he's got two people running at him, and he's brilliant at like cutting off channels. Like mm. he's one of the best at cutting off the channels. Just and maybe that goes down to uh... potentially the future best out of all of these. Moises Saicedo, the most expensive <sighs> midfielder in Premier most League. Most expensive British transfer of all time in Premier League history. Another man who snaked Liverpool for their promises of. Apparently, he supported Chelsea all his life, but I've seen about fifteen different tweets of him yeah. saying he supports different clubs. Yeah, Man United won this one. I Real Madrid. Yeah, fat nice. But um, one season at Brighton, and he's gone for the most expensive midfielder in the world. I'm hesitant. I when I went to see, I saw. Uh, Brighton May United in the FA Cup semi final. He, he was, he was, he was he, outrageous. Mm. By far the best player on the pitch. Um, him and this Stupinian were just like a link up made in heaven. Even like Lewis Dunk. Shout out Lewis Dunk. I think he's hilarious, by the way. I was he's watching a, some of their TikToks. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's hilarious. Um, yeah, like I said, I was unreal. His ability to like look up and pick a pass and just ping it like 20 yards and just like he, he was so good, so composed. I'm worried though. Is it like the Brighton effect where they, they look so good for Brighton yeah. and then they go to another team and they're just not nearly as good? Like, McAllister looked all right for Liverpool, I thought. Mm. He looked quite good. Uh, but Kukurea at Chelsea wasn't good. But maybe that's down to how disorganised Chelsea were. Um, who else have we had that's made a big move from Brighton? Basuma yeah. at Tottenham. Didn't really work from last season. But maybe that was also because of the Conte away. He wasn't really getting the minutes in. He wasn't being trusted. And a, like a weird Conte system. I am apprehensive about this. But for me, it goes back to the question. Would you have him over for Thomas Party? Yes. Yeah. Ooh. I think I'd have him over for Thomas Party. You were linked with him on right. Yeah, I think I'd put him at it. Yeah. But would I have him over Casemiro? Maybe not at the minute. Yeah, maybe not at the minute. A player that I think... So that was a Saicedo A-tier. A player that I think is incredibly underrated, and I'm very intrigued to see where you put him, Joe Linden. I think he is... B-tier, right mm. between Pascal Grosch and McGinn. Douglas Luiz, not McGinn. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Douglas yeah. Luiz. But um, I, I think that was nicer than I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to say, like, DC. But... No. No, I he, think he's so good. I like I like what he's about. I, I like the fact him. he's accepted. Like I'm not a goal scorer. Yeah, but he's got so much to offer. I might put him at the very top of B. He's not better than Denali. I think he might be. Oh, he's. I don't think he's better than right Gros. now. I'd say he's the best we've got in B. I'd, I'd take him over Denali. I'd take him over Gross. I'd take him over Douglas Luiz. I'd take him over Mason Mount. Oh, that's raucous, but I'll let you have it. I'll let you have it. What I'll do is I'll put him behind Tanali. No, no. If you think, okay, he's, mate, back yourself. If you right, think he's, he's better there. than Tanali, you could take the. I do the beans for that. There's no beans here, mate. Bruno Fernage. You, you might, you might dis, uh, disagree with this, but for me, he's top of A. Top of A. Hmm. I yeah. He I is, don't hate that. He is a really good player. I don't hate that. He's a rat. He's a 
big. But if you're if he's on your team, you love it. Yeah. Because you want that's who you want. You want those players who are gonna moan mm. and argue about everything. I wouldn't want him as, as my captain. Though. No, but he's he's a leader on the pitch. Mm. Technically, he's brilliant. His goals and assists sort of output has trickled off a little bit last a season. A few attacking mids coming up, so this is interesting. But for me, he is an elite midfielder. He's top of eight here. Yeah, out of all the eight tiers, I'd have him over Casemiro, Saicedo. The problem is, there's a lot of good players Patrick. in the Premier League, so we're in there trouble. There is. Especially, yep. Up next, Spurs' new talisman, a new number 10, James Madison. I'm, I'm always tempted to put him above Bruno Fernandes. Bruno Fernandes. But I think he is really good. He He's outrageous. Two assists on his debut for yep. Spurs in the Premier League. We saw what he was about. When he was playing for Leicester last season, he was the best player on the pitch by a country mile. He's brilliant once he got into the England fold. Yeah. Um, for me, though, it's about consistency. Yeah. I think he's got brilliant output in terms of goal contribution, in terms of like just he's a goal scorer and he's, his playmaking is up there with the best in the Premier League, maybe yeah. the best in the world. He, yeah, yeah. His vision is to spot a pass, his weight of pass. He just knows what's going on around him all the time. He's like he's got eyes in the back of his head. Yeah. But for me, I need to see it consistently. And it's he's only just now moved to the top echelon yeah. of the team. So I think it's a combo of the lack of consistency, easy to look good in a Leicester team when you're way above that level. Can he now compete with the bigger dons at Spurs? Not that there's like many there. But... Where I'm looking now, I think he's better than B tier. Yeah, I'd I'm say looking bottom at A tier. But I think he's better than Kovacic. I think he's better than Party. I'm going to disagree on the Party one. I'll give you maybe Kovacic. I think he is. Like, who would you rather have? I think if you who would you rather like? If I gave you an option right now, now you got the team as it is, you could trade party for Madison. Would you take the trade? You would. Now 100%. that I've got a DM in Declan Rice. Yeah, yeah, but if you like for your team right now, who would you would you rather just like? But that's that's an irrelevant question because I've got a DM. If I didn't have a DM, like if I didn't have a DM and I didn't have a cam, yeah, I'd I guess if you ask a Liverpool player, like I'd Liverpool go fan, for Thomas Party over James Madison. Yeah, I, all right. I'll, I'll 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 agree to disagree on that one. Yeah, we could put in between Kovacic and Party between these boys. Next up, my bloody boy, Martin Odegaard, behind Casemiro in front of Casemiro. I'm gonna go S tier. <sighs> I think he is so good, and I don't want to throw the word generational talent around. I mean, but the like, way he, he was the wonder kid of all wonder the, kids. the way he just maneuvers the ball on a pitch is disgusting. I find he goes missing though. How does he go missing? He got like double digit goals and double digits assists last season. That's not going missing. Yeah, going missing is what Bruno Fernandes did last season. Yeah. Oh, it's hard, man. There's I'll, too many. Good... Okay, he's not above Rodri, but he's he's an S tier player. I'd have him over every single one of those A-tier players. He's younger than all those A-tier players, apart from Saicedo. And he's better than all of them. Fine. That's I'll let my you have guy. It. I'll let you have it. That's my guy. He, like, he was fantastic. And like you're saying, it, with, with doing it about current... like Yeah, there's not many better cams in the league. Yeah, no, I do agree. He is he is really good. I, I would like to see how he would fare in a tea, in a different team. He's not day. going anywhere. I know he's not, but... Apparently we're talking about giving him a new contract. Ten-year contract. Can't we slap him with a tenner? <laughs> but yeah. Oh, it's... it's yeah, okay. It's a good one. We need someone to get in his D-tier, man. Come on. Well, talking to D-tier, Dominic Shabojle. Probably S-tier for me. 
<laughs> now, for me, he is probably... I liked he, his I, debut. I liked his debut, but it's too early to tell. It's very like, much too early to tell. He's playing... He, like, like Last season for Leipzig, he played right midfield or like right wing for the most of the season. Mm. But now he's being deployed in sort of like a right central midfield role, which I think he's going to be... Uh, thriving in yeah. I think his range of passing is outrageous I think he's a good ball carrier technically very good yeah. strong player absolute rifle of a shot on him I think I he's agree. a dangerous weapon to have somewhere in B tier somewhere in B tier I think maybe I'm starting Grosh to look at where we and put Louis. Mason Mount and I'm thinking we maybe did him dirty you but think? between yeah I'd go I was, there yeah I think it's too early to tell but I think he is probably like going to be it an A-tier player has come Potentially. soon come, especially if they get a DM in. So that's a player at the start of his Premier League career. Coming up as a player at very much the end of his Premier League someone, career. Someone who we didn't think would have a career after. Someone that's done the end of his life. Yeah. Christian Eriksen. Mad. He, what an outrageous player he was when he was at Tottenham. Yeah, when and he was flying. Brentford, he was outrageous. If we were talking all-time career, he's, he's probably a Maybe, maybe border an S, yeah. But right now, for me, he's in D. the Premier League, D tier. Yeah, I agree. I think don't his think legs he's got are gone. the legs. I think his legs are gone. His I, heart's I probably gone. Don't really know what else he brings now. Yeah, I agree. I think for me, Man United, if you want to compete at the very top, got to be ruthless. You got to be ruthless, and but he's better than Scott McTominay. Him with his dodgy legs, partnered with Casemiro and his ability, inability to get around the pitch, that, that midfield is not clearing up enough. Yeah, I agree. Oh. He is a player. West Ham currently. This is someone that but, you called. Yeah, I, you you had in your floppies. I've done the ringer on this guy, so I called him a flop. Not even three or four months later, a hundred and ten million pound bid for Manchester City. Yeah. Everybody watches what I do. For me, I think but. he is. He's not worth 110 I, I think he might be B tier behind Joe Linton. Yeah. Would you have him over Sandro Tonali? At the minute. Okay. At the minute. I think Tonali give him like so five. So why did you say he's behind Joe Linton then? If you didn't rate Joe Linton where I put him? Because I just like, I'm not going to move Joe Linton. <laughs> but I think I think he's like bordering on A. Okay. I mean, I... I Should we put him at the top of B? I, um, behind yeah. Joe Linton? Yeah, but my you, guy Charlie yeah, is fine. gonna sneak his way into A tier somehow. Just move along, man. Mateus Nunez, who actually had a really good, performance. really good performance against uh, Man United. We were everyone's thinking Wolves are down and out this season, but with our boy Gary O'Neill at the helm, they could be on for something. Can I, can I do something as raucous here? Yeah, talk to me. Just let me let me just take control for a minute, yeah. <laughs> let him cook. Let my guy cook. Oh my god, he's moved Mason Mount oh, into C tier. Luke has actually just put Mateus. Hey, what are you doing? Oh, that's where I'm going. So, Man United fans and Chelsea fans of years gone by, he has actually just moved, and to the audio listeners, he has just moved Mason Mount from the bottom of B tier to C tier. Behind. Behind Mateus Nunez. Talk to me about your hatred for Mason Mount. I actually really like Mason Mount. That's not what I'm but seeing here. He's had stinker for like the last two seasons. Yeah. Like, and I know Chelsea's been in turmoil, but we're doing it like right now. Yeah. And I, I genuinely think right now, Mateus Nunez mm. is a better player than Mason Mount. So you offered me this question when we were talking about Thomas Party and James Madison. If you had an empty team, who would you take out of Mason Mount and Pascal Gross? Pascal Gross. Would you? Yeah. 
Oh, I don't know about that I think, one. I think... Same question. Douglas Louise or Mason Mount? Yeah, but one's a DM, isn't he? Like, well, that's what you asked me. But, um, wait, so like, if, I, if I'm Liverpool, I'm taking Douglas Louise. If I'm Arsenal, I'm no, taking... If I'm Liverpool, I'm still taking Mason Mount, I think. Even if you need a DM. No, nah, McAllister, Sabor's like better. I think he's... Mm. Oh, I don't know. It's people out in there, in the crowd, in the football hemisphere. And bro, our B tier's getting too stale. There can't be that many B tier players, bro. Yeah, I suppose. Talking a bit, no, he's uh, Connor Gallagher. Where are we whacking him? I'm actually whacking here. He'd, e? be, he'd be lucky to get into C for me. I was going to say E. So should we just have? I was going to. He's better than Ericsson. Is he though? Yeah, he's better than Ericsson. Is he though? He he can run. He can run, but has like no. He's like a lost puppy, isn't he? And Ericsson has all the IQ in the world, but can't run. But Together, like, they'd be like I, a mess. I feel like he's he's almost a player like Mason Mount. He can't have too many instructions. He can't he can't be allowed to like mm. uh, free run. He's got to have set instructions. Under at Palace, he was really good when he was basically in that ten role, and yeah. he was free to sort of roam, sit on the edge of the box, arrive late, do just play like instinctual football. But he knew where he had to be. He wasn't like, right, you got to come here. You got to press on this guy. You got to sit back. You got to wait. Oh, if he, if I don't know, if Enzo's going forward, you've got to sit back and hold this pivot. He he can't do that. It's too much. Too much thinking. He'd be spitting. Get him in the above. Ericsson. Yeah, I agree. Problem is though, is he better than Dahoud? Yeah, we're gonna have to rejig it later. We will. We'll go through our tears at the end. But Yuri Tielemans. For me, at the minute, at the minute, do you know what? Do you know what? Yeah, you asked me this two seasons ago. When he he's burst, probably he's yeah. probably eighty. When he burst into the scene, he's him. I'd, he's, I'd he's have him over James trans- Madison. I'd have him over probably Thomas Barr. Yeah, for his transfer straight to Leicester from Monaco, he was like the one guy. of the best in the Prem. Yeah, it just off the back, he fell off hard last season. He, like I don't know what it was his attitude or whatever, mm. but my man, he, even he, on the pitch, it was stinky. Is like it? some players can have throw a fit and not play well, but then mm. you still see the technical. Problem. He looked like he'd fallen off a cliff. For me, right now, I'd probably put him top of D tier. Yuri Delamans. Yeah, come on. Do you back it? Yeah, I agree. I think his technical ability alone puts him ahead of Conor Gallagher. Even yeah, if he, his mind isn't it. Problem is though, like it's it's hard because we got like Dahoud, who's a bit of a known unknown quantity in the Premier League. Facts, but I but think I I'd think, rather just yeah. give him a chance than have yeah, yeah. Tielemans. So, yeah, Alexis McAllister. Me, he is probably a behind Madison. I think he is slightly overrated. He's a world champion. He is a world champion. I'm a world champion, dickhead. So uh, yeah, but what, where's <laughs> where? So where are you putting him? You saying slightly overrated? I was. I'd say maybe. He's either, got to be at least top of B. Yeah, either top of B. He's better than Joe Linton. Yeah, maybe I'm just fanboying. He is Joe better, than, and I think I, he's should better. We, I think he's, say, be, I think he's, he's better than Kovacic. He's and, not. I think he he's is. Not. He's not. Top of B. Top of B. Oh, all right. All right. Top mate. of B. Yao Palinha from Fulham. Our first Fulham player, I believe. Very good player. Yeah, I agree. Is he better than Kovacic? Well, that's the thing. He's not an unknown quantity, but Kovacic has done it in the Prem and Kovacic, done it in world Kovacic, football. He's got pedigree, hasn't like he? 10 years. He's got pedigree. He's got like four Champions Leagues, that guy. Yal Palini's been in the season, one good season in the Prem, and he's been touted with like £70 million moves. The market's gone mad. He is a good player, but I, I'd i struggle to put him above the likes of Pascal Gross. Above the likes of 
Pakatar and Joe Linton. I don't think he's got enough strings in his bow. Is he better than Douglas Louise? Probably, but even still, Douglas Louise has done it. For, he's got pedigree. He's got years on him. Oh, like, is mate. he in the Mateus Nunez category? Where he's like, he's a good player and looks good, but hasn't done it in the Premier Like, he enough. was really good last season, but so was yeah. Fulham. Like, all of Fulham Exactly. Were. And, like, Mitrovic was doing bits. Uh, Burnt Leno was brilliant in goal. Mm. Just, like, Willian was great for them. Yeah. Like, it was, a, it was a really good Fulham team. Maybe this season they'll find it. This season's a telling season. Let's put him in C for now. C. Uh, Top of C. Top of C, yeah. Top I like of C. That. I agree. Um, Eves Basuma, a player that has been sidelined for pretty much his whole first year at Tottenham. Honestly, for that season at Brighton, he'd be probably a. top of B, maybe bottom yeah. A. At the minute, I'm um, going to say he is maybe... But I think I, now he's broken back in I think C. I'd give him. I think I'd rather have him over the Hoos. Yeah, and the first game against Brentford, he looked really good. Get get him behind Lavia. Yeah. Ooh, behind Lavia. Lavia was better last season. The, yeah, we're talking right now, and Lavia's had a season of solid... In a terrible team. In a terrible team. Batuma's not even been there. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah, I like that. Um, his <laughs> midfield compadre, Oliver Skip. Get him an F tier, mate. My guy reeks. He's he's ahead of Suchek because yeah. Suchek is that bad. But he is bad. He is like a Harry Winks regen. He is so bad. How can you be a regen of a man who's literally just like the same as you? Yeah. Like, but they are just so, they're like, they're the, like Tom Carroll regen. Yeah. They're just like this English white boy that has just come up through the ranks, broke into the team, but no one actually knows how they got there. And it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. It's so average. I just don't, I don't rate, I, they should have, I don't know how they're still at Spurs. So, so bad. So average. Hit like the, the trio of white boys, like him, Eric Dyer. And um, Onana next, and then we've Wiggs, got yeah. five of the best midfielders in the Premier League. Right, but Onana, Everton player. Kind of, he he sort of burst onto the scene at Everton and had some really impressive performances. I really like. I think him. he is a really good player. Physical unit, technical on the ball, athletic, good, good going forwards. Yeah, brilliant defensively. When he broke onto the team, all the top six were looking at him, and then for some reason, no one's coming in and someone to get him, which I found weird. Yeah, I don't. He's a good player. There are a lot of good players. So for me, I'm looking at B. I'm looking below that. But is he better than Paulinho? I don't think so. Is he better than Mateus Nunez? I'd say they're very close. I'd say he. What have probably... we done to Mason Mount? How is Mason Mount down here? He done this to himself. <laughs> Mace, mate. I'm so sorry. Let's. Put, I love Mason Mount. Let's put him... I'm all here for the revival. He's better than Mason Mount. Oh my! He was better last season than Mason Mount, wasn't he? What did Mason Mount do last season? Yeah, facts. I mean, I'd have Lavia above Mason Mount. Oh my god, what is happening? The Mason Mount propaganda is taking an absolute turn on this podcast. Anyway, we're down to the final five, arguably the five biggest Premier League players right now. I've just made that up, but there's Me. five quality players there. Let's start with Chelsea's main man, Enzo Fernandez. He's S tier. S tier. I agree. I. Uh, I didn't want to believe it because I was just looking at the price tag and I was like, you're a Chelsea scumbag. It's not about Chelsea the money, money, money. paying that much money. And I didn't want him to be good. But every game I watch him, he's the best player on the pitch. Their, their pivot in midfield is going to be 100, what is it, 120 and 110 million, 150 yeah. million. And then if he drops Lavia in there, it's, like, like, 60 it's like a 300 million yeah. midfield. But yeah, like I was saying, every game I watch him, he's the best Bro, player on the pitch. We spent 12.8 million on Chris Samba. 
broke our club record and we've been in the shackles of FFP for like 10 years and it's not fair no no I agree I've tweeted how this, the fuck is that fair man oh, I've tweeted this so many times from a board your account like the Prem as an entity is spending's fucked but if you, you, mean, that, you want to look at that Saudi's even worse but Chelsea what is going on they've spent 800 million in free windows I just like, honestly I yeah it. and they're still trying to spend more honestly I hope they get slapped with the biggest Should fine. Should we just move all the Chelsea players to F tier? No, Enzo S tier. And I think this season he could end up ahead of Odegaard. But at the minute, Odegaard had a better season last I season. I agree. Yeah, he had a big, he had a bigger season. But yeah, Enzo has all the ability in the world. All the ability in the world. And like I said, I don't want him to be good. But every time I watch him, he is very good. Whoa, this is a tough one now, My mate. My boy, Declan Rice is up next. West Ham star man for four or five seasons. And now he's made the move to title-chasing Arsenal. I'm just going to say Esther. He's better than everyone in that A tier. Is he better than Enzo? I'd say bottom of Esther. And I'd say, personally, I think he's better than Enzo. But I'm open to discussions. How many European titles did Enzo win last season? Exactly. But then how many World Cups did... (laughs) Declan Rice win last season. He fumbled. <laughs> Him and Harry Maguire. So, uh, yeah, bottom of SD, I'm bottom happy with that. It. Cool. Right. Oh, but is Bruno Fernandes better than Declan Rice? Not a chance. Not a chance. I refuse it. Right. Bruno Gumaraish. He was Newcastle star man. Still is Newcastle star man. But he's got a nice little partner now in Sandro Tonali. I'd say he's better. Better than, better than Sandro Tonali. Better than Sarzeo for me. Better than Saicedo. That's an interesting shout. I think he is very much in between Saicedo and Party, but I'm open to having him above Saicedo. I think he's a better than Saicedo. He mm. offers more going forward than Saicedo. But less going backwards. But that's not his job, though, is it? Like, that's not oh. Saicedo's job. Come on, Luke. Oh, it's too difficult, man. Um, Let's put him in between Party and Saicedo. Okay. Right. Oh, this is gonna, you're, this is gonna be so we're divisive. We're gonna round off with two of Man City's big oh, hitters right now. If this was last season, beginning of last season, if I had a tie, I'd be straightening it right. This now. man would be far and away the best in the list. My tie this guy here is gonna chat and he's gonna say he's done for, and he's been vindicated. He's been vindicated because took he's injured. Some heaters from this guy when the midway through last season, I said I think De Bruyne is done, and I had the foresight, the kind of mega mind, big blue head energy. Played with the, the end of that season with a what was it, a torn hamstring or whatever. First game of this season, he's out for pretty much four, five, six months now. I think he's. IQ, and this is like when we're talking about Ericsson. Not, I'm not going to put him in the D category. <laughs> but when your IQ's there, it's fine. But if your body isn't Prem level anymore, I don't want to hear it. Just... So I'm going to say, out of respect for what he's done, and I think he is that guy. He's a Prem Hall of Famer. I'd probably have him in my best ever Prem 11. But right now... He's one of the best midfielders of all time. I'd probably put him... In between Gumaraish and Party. What the fuck are you on about? I'd take Gumaraish. Oh, I'd no. take Saicedo. I'd take Casemiro. I'd take Bruno Fernandes. I was going to say at least above Odegaard. 
<laughs> what? Do you think he's still left here? Yes. Not a chance. Oh my brother. god, man. He's still he's still unbelievable. Right now, I'm taking Bruno Gomorrah over him. What? I know that's a discussion people don't want to oh. have. Right now, you said at least above Odegaard. Right now, I'm taking Odegaard over him. What you want? What are you on about? Right now, if you had a blank, yeah, but blank right team, now, one's in a hospital bed. Well, there you go, Bob's your uncle. But he's your aunt. But like, like if you right now, Love is not even a Premier League player. Yeah. Well, so we take. So like, at, I just think Kevin De Bruyne, a fit. If you got a fit Kevin De Bruyne, mm. and I know we're saying like, oh yeah, so you're only gonna get what like twenty games a season out of him. Yeah. I, I, Twenty games a season of fit Kevin De Bruyne is S tier. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. But twenty games of fit De Bruyne. Or 60 games of any of the other S tiers? Who are you picking? Because uh, I'm picking 60 of all of them. Um, I'll happily put him in S, but bottom of S then. He's a, he's better than Declan Rice. He's better than Enzo. Uh, for me, I think he's a better player than Odegaard. I'm not letting you put him above Odegaard. Fine. You can put him after Odegaard, but I'm not happy about it. Okay, good boy. Right, and then to round up our Premier League midfielder ranking of not all the Premier League Honestly, this guy, top of Esther. I think he's so good. Top of Esther. Should we... <laughs> Bernardo Silva. At least we can agree on something. Move to a club that values your tech. Because you're getting just put in... You just, at Man City, plugging holes. I genuinely think he's one of the best midfielders in the world. And he's versatile. He's, an, he's not just a midfielder. He's an attacking midfielder. He's a winger. Yeah. He could do it and all. And I think that's to his detriment. Because he plays for Man City and just wherever they need him to go. Like, wherever, like, if Mares isn't fit, they'll shove him out right wing. Do you know what, If though? De Bruyne is not fit, he's put like, him If he's Grealish needs a rest, put him left wing. He's a tempo man. He's a ball carrier. He's a workhorse. He's, he's an an outrageous yeah. dribbler. Phenomenal output. He's, he can get to the byline. He can arrive late in the box. He could do everything. I want to him like, to go he, to he a is club in the, he is in where like he the, can have that number 10 role. He is in the brilliant. top 1% of every single attribute of football, yeah. apart from like height. He's godly. But he's still good in the air. Yeah, he's so good. He's like physically, he's a monster. Yeah, he's like, and this is not an exaggeration, but he's Messi-esque in just what yeah, he no, does. He, no, he genuinely is. But, Obviously, he's like they, they lost David Silva and they've like replaced him with a player who's like almost as good as David Silva was. Oh, you know who we're missing? You got no Phil Foden, no Eze, no, no Eze, yeah, no Smith Rowe. D- Let us know if you want to do a part two, and I'll actually use my brain and go through every player that we missed, and I'll make another. We should, tier we should list. do one of like number tens. We'll do one of like number nines. We'll do left wingers. Yeah, we'll go for all of them. But if you want us to do a part two of central midfielders, let us know. Let us know what you think about our tier list. We got. Bit crazy, right? We'll we'll round. Yeah, we'll round we'll start yeah. from F tier, last place at the bottom of F tier. We got Thomas Suchek, <laughs> and who we got next? Ollie Skip <laughs> is joining him in F tier as the only two F tier players. Then we've got in E all e alone for Emmy Buendia. We got Emmy Buendia, D tier, bottom of D tier. We got Christian Derrickson. <laughs> we've got Connor Dallagher, <laughs> and we've got Yuri Delemans. Yuri Delemans, C tier. The the Come on. It's, and that's a, good it's, to be like, it's too much on yeah, no quantity yeah, yeah. at the minute. Uh, Basuma, Lavia, Mount. Onana, Mateus Nunez, and Yapalina. Yapalina, who may be feeling a bit hard done by. Yeah, I'd say out of all of them, though, Palina and Mason Mount, I reckon, are getting a little bit hard done by. But we're not even going to read you. The game's the game. The game's the game. B tier, what we got? Douglas Louise, who I think is maybe... 
I think yeah, just uh, he's better than average midfielder. Yeah, he's better than average, and that's what that, that, that tier is. Yeah, 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 agree. Dominic Shabozlay, Pascal Gross, Sandro Tonali, who for me would be one that come a year's time will definitely be in the A, maybe even pushing S tier. Yeah, agreed. And Depends then on Lucas Pakatar, my boy Joe Linton, has somehow got himself to the top of B tier. Lucas Pakatar, not your boy. Nah, fuck that guy. And then rounding top off of the top of B tier. Alexis McAllister. Yeah. Nice. Bottom of A tier. This is where you get some serious ballers. ballers We've got are, yeah. Mateo Kovacic. We've got James Madison. We've got Thomas Partey. We've got Bruno Gimrish. We have Saicedo, Casemiro, and rounding out the top of A tier, Bruno Fernandes. Let us know, Man United fans, should Bruno be in S tier? Who knows? And S tier, we've got six of the Premier League's best. Six players in S tier is pretty mad. But it just goes to show how good they are. Yeah. Declan Rice, we've got him at the bottom of S tier, better than everybody else in the league. Apart from Enzo Fernandez, Kevin De Bruyne, Odegaard, Rodri, and right at the top, best player, we think, or best central midfielder in the Premier League. As that's on this list. That's on this list, Bernardo Silva. Guys, let us know down below what you think of our list. Who would you move? Have we done anyone dirty? I.e. Mason Mount. Have we done anyone too nice? I.e. Odegaard. Ah, if anything, I'm no, just messing with left. you. What did you, you say at the beginning of this episode? You're like, oh, I've seen so many tier lists and people keep putting like 10 people in S. And we put six. Six is good. I think we've done like a nice standard. Oh, like, we could probably could have got rid of E. I don't think you need that many tiers. Yeah. Anyway, let us know. Hope you enjoyed. Hope you enjoyed the Robbie episode. Again, run up the numbers on that. Get involved. If Martinelli scores a goal in the Premier League, we're giving away a Martinelli shirt. We're going to be picking a winner from someone who subs to the channel, retweets our tweet on Twitter, and follows Board Draw and AFTV on Twitter. Make sure you head over to our socials to get uh, all the links to that. Everything yep. will be down in the description below as well. Check out all the T's and C's and get yourself a nice. Tion Ease, yeah. <laughs> but guys, thank you very much for watching. It's been Board Draw and it's live.